what I'm trying to play some hmm? COD. I'm trying to play some of that COD. Yeah, I'm down. Even though I'm trash. But bro, uh me too, bro. Me too. I feel like I should have stretched my vocal cords though. I mean still got time. Starting to feel sick. No, uh, do you? It's not good, sir. Might want to take some medicine. For sure. Yeah, I took took some of that airborne. Had a oh, had or okay. and had some orange juice today. Yeah, bro. Sometimes when I well, I usually tell you like when I'm getting sick, Theraflu City. Theraflu City. <laughs> yeah, I might have to I might have to stop and get some of that. some time it's your wonderful host dj back with uh my my wonderful friend charles how you doing sir? good man how you doing it's doing been a good, while good, man um been been good man living life as uh you have as well that's always good yep living life as much as i can right now man moving to that that new apartment and everything Yep, new apartment and new uh, transmission valve on my car, all that good yep, stuff. That's that's <laughs> that's just depressing stuff. That's that's not good news. <laughs> I know. Um, nah, I mean, I that's probably one of the the very few things that I dislike. Well, I said that wrong. It's one of the many things that I hate spending money on is my car especially when it especially when it's not something that i really feel like benefits it that i can see and i feel good about spending the type of money that you had to spend to to get fixed so oh yeah man it's annoying (laughs) it's annoying but you know it is what it is it's all fixed now so so we're good oh i know something breaks on my car it's i'm i'm not in a good situation at all. It's those like it's those one like the one financial burden that you can never predict, and yeah, it also comes I mean, at the my, absolute worst time. Hundred percent, hundred percent, bro. But yeah, man, it's uh final week of the fantasy season. So been a really up and down season for me and and <laughs> some of my leagues. To say the no, least, a, dude. To say just the least. to recap, just to recap for everybody, I'm uh I'm playing in I want to say six leagues, yeah, yeah, six leagues. So yeah. I have I have three leagues that are non-pay and three that are. And how are you doing? How are you doing are, the paid ones? Oh, uh, the paid ones, I'm doing good, man. I mean, good. I should be. I'm in. I want to say second place in two of them. And the other one, I'm in fifth, but I've lost like three in a row. I was doing really well. I've 
I've made some poor poor decision calls based on I guess the the probability rather than just playing the game. I guess that, that makes any sense. I, I, I do that sometimes. I do too. Like I, I don't I don't I don't trust my athletes since I trust like the math and sometimes it, it screws me over but mm-hmm. um for the most part it, it usually plays to my advantage. In the other leagues, I mean I'm not I'm not really doing too hot. But again I you know, I, I think I made some I think the leagues that I knew I wasn't playing money and I didn't consciously make a as hard as an effort plus I what didn't really have like my one league I had Tyreek Hill and Juju were my first few picks and obviously like Tyreek Hill was out a very long time and yeah uh, and Juju has pretty much been out the whole season so he's done uh, nothing when he's been there too so there's I mean that. And he might as well just not be there in the fantasy world to me I mean fantasy is yeah. not really one of those things like yeah if you look if you're talking about just winning the game and being a good teammate and all of that stuff, then yeah, it's cool. Um, that stuff works in the real world, the real world. I can't talk, but you know, when you're playing fantasy, nah, you, you not being consistent or you not getting points or doing anything. And especially when you spent a high draft pick on somebody that, that can yep. definitely ruin your season. Like Saquon like, Barkley. Yeah. I mean, it, it, Regression is normal. I I just think, like, for you know, especially you know, I'm a, I'm a Steelers fan, so I know I know for one, the offensive coordinator is terrible. So it, it's one of those things that Ben being out and the offensive coordinator being terrible is pretty much why the offense is is horrible. And then and you have other teams like. Kyler Murray, for instance, I have him in the one league. I was telling you about the pay league that I've made some questionable decisions. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, Kyler Murray, the Cardinals against San Francisco. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play him because San Francisco's ten and one in real life, but in fantasy, it doesn't matter because all you need is pretty much like one touchdown pass for like ninety yards, and you got pretty much twenty <laughs> points. So yeah. You know, it's really, it's really one of those things that sometimes you lose games because of things like that. And then, you know, games when I get blown out, which doesn't happen too often, especially this season. Um, it's happened in some leagues, but like I got blown out last week. But the dude I was playing literally has Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin, and Derrick Henry. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so I lost. There's nothing like, you can almost, do against that. Yeah, I, and and he had Dak, which he didn't even do anything. So I lost by almost like a hundred points in that Jeez. league, and and That's frustrating. Uh, it's less frustrating than you think, man. Honestly, I I think, especially you know, me and you have been playing a long time, so you know, I, I kind of really realize when you get blown out sometimes, especially I don't, and in that league, like I said, I. I, I had Tyreek Hill and Juju as some of my top picks. So after that, like all the running backs were gone. Um, Matt Ryan has been consistently bad. And I've actually <laughs> seen I've actually seen some people yeah. be like, oh, well, you know, he doesn't have a line. And I'm like, dude, Matt Ryan has been consistently bad. 
for years now, like especially since Shanahan's been gone, and he yeah. literally has two two first round draft pick receivers, like yeah. like one of them is debated every year as probably being the best receiver in football, and for whatever reason they never involve him or Matt Ryan can't hit him or I don't, I don't know what actually the problem is I don't watch Falcons games but you know just little little things like that which kind of what I was saying like I, I really started getting the idea to do the draft the fantasy episode next week because it's like there are just some things that no matter how good of a fantasy player like the opposite is going to happen like no matter what you do like there are just going to be situations that you can't avoid or maybe you can't avoid and that's really some of the things that why I really you know why I even came up with the idea to do any of the stuff that I'm doing is really like I love football and I love playing fantasy and I really want to start getting into the science of some of the things that we play. Um, you, you know, like, I don't know if, I don't know if you've ever heard of NBA 2K lab, um, but they're, uh, they're like a, a group of gentlemen who pretty much break down NBA 2K, which, you know, if, to some people doesn't really sound thrilling, but to me, it's like, I'm a, I'm a gamer. So to see somebody actually break down uh, jump shots and crossovers and badges yeah. and different different things into like a scientific, like they literally break it down into millisecond. You know, you know they have a modded controller, so it actually they give you the actual um, time between jump shot releases and and different things like how, how they uh, like you know everything's based off of rolls and math and all that other stuff. Yeah, so it tells you pretty much it tells you right. So it pretty much they'll pretty much tell you like the percentage level that your shadow go up using a certain badge or using a certain whatever. So I, I like to me, it's just like, I think that's cool, man. Like, I, I think that gives people, you know, especially to me, like me and you are very technical when the games that we play. So I think it yeah. gives people like when you're playing a game, a, a way to look at it to where it's not just like, or oh, I'm just giving you my, my opinion. And, you know, this is just, you know, what I think. So that's kind of something that, especially when you're playing fantasy, I, I think there are little things that you can do to definitely um, make, you know, just you better at playing. You know, I like, I like, you know, kind of like I was saying about winning, even winning the fantasy baseball championships. Like, it's just yeah. one of those things. Like, I, I like baseball, and like, most people don't like baseball, but it, to me, it's like yeah, I've been playing baseball since I was a kid. Like I may not really, I may not really watch it, but I still, I still love the sport. Like if somebody asked me to go to a baseball game, I'm going to go watch it. You know, I'm, I'm going to enjoy myself because it's, it's just, it's just where I come from. Like, you know, I, I enjoy, I come from a sports town up North. You know, I, I enjoy watching hockey and football and basketball and all, you know, just sports because it's everything. Yeah. I mean, that's just what people do. I mean, you know, obviously I live in Miami now, so like the the way of life is just different. How people do things yeah. are different. Not that they don't, not that they don't have sports teams, but you know, in Pittsburgh, like you know how it is, like in New York, man, like sports are just a part of your culture. Like sports are just a part of like the day to day life. Like to to go to work and not talk to somebody about the game would be would be weird. Like everybody yeah. talks about like like sports, like but that doesn't happen down here. Yeah. I'm sure it happens for some for some folks, but it's um, such a common like workplace conversation, at least where I am too. Yeah, Just, man. Like, everybody watch 
Yeah, we have like fantasy leagues uh, with, I mean, just at work too. It's just one of those things like, hey, how'd your team do this week? Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just easy. Yeah, man. That, that league that me and you are in together is like trash. Just, uh, I mean, I I just think that, like like you were saying, once you kind of modify the values, um, yeah, I think I think it'll play a little better. But you know, I'm I'm doing a league next year too, so bringing back the league. You can do it on ESPN or uh, Yahoo. I'll probably do it on Yahoo. Oh, okay. I know last time I did it on ESPN, but that didn't really go too well. Yeah, so, and I don't, and I don't, and I'm personally not like a huge fan of ESPN's platform. So yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of it either. Yahoo is so much better, and it's so much user friendly, so much more yeah. user friendly too. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that, sir. But yeah, I, you know, back to kind of the the question that we were talking about is just really, you know, I'm, I, I still believe in the non pay leagues that I'm not doing good in because I'm not really doing good in them at all. I still think I have a possibility to make the playoffs in all of them. And then the pay leagues that should be, as long as I don't lose the pay league that I'm in fifth place, I should make the playoffs. I think I should be okay. This week, the other two I'm already locked in. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, it's a, it was a rough season, man. Um, you know, I did a yeah. lot of, a lot of waiver wiring, but, I mean, you have to. It was if, you just, wanna, if you want to win, you have to do some waiver wiring. Yeah, you, you do. But man, this was really one of the years that I, I felt like if you didn't have a good team to even work mm-hmm. with at all, like if you didn't have a few players to work with, you were probably you were probably screwed to begin with. Um, yeah. But I, I mean that that happens, man. And that and especially and especially next year, um, like I was saying, there are going to be some things that I do just even from a foundational building a team standpoint that I'm really going to look at because of just the landscape of the NFL and just how, and just how I'm going to be drafting and, and angling my drafts, no matter, you know, just how it goes. So yeah. But what about you, man? How's, how's everything looking over there? I mean, I'm going to make the playoffs in, in all leagues uh, that matter to me so that's good right <laughs> uh, my, no, money, no, no. my money league i'm in second overall and that's just a points differential uh same record so i plan on winning that league again um one of the other leagues is i mean the other two leagues is just like first second place i'm in first place i'm like what are how many games are what am i at now like i think i'm nine and three now in that league and seven and five in another one and I'm in second place. So, I mean, it's going the league that you and I are in, as long as I don't lose this week, uh, should be in the playoffs. So, so I think it's top four for that. So yeah, it's top four. Uh, so, so we'll see, but I'll just be happy to make the playoffs in that league. And if I make the playoffs, I'll be good from there. But it's top four in that league. Yeah. Oof. Top four yeah, make the playoffs, yeah. I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah, I don't know. 
it'll be i always love the playoffs uh like i generally make the playoffs so it's fun but it depends on the format of the league too like a lot of like a lot of our leagues everybody makes the playoffs and i mean that's fun for everybody but it kind of sucks at the same time like if you're uh, if you're doing well all season and then you lose to a low placed person like that kind of sucks like they sucked all year and then they just had one good game, you had one bad game and your whole season, your whole like winning season's done, you know? Yeah. I, but, I don't really, uh, I really try to look for consistency over anything. I don't, I don't necessarily if you, always. Mm-hmm. If you're consistently good throughout the year and you beat me in the playoffs, like that's fine. But I just hate losing to someone who's been losing all year and they just had like one good game when I had one horrible game. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. But what do you think about uh, Mason Rudolph getting benched this year? This Or not this year, this week against the uh, Browns? I just saw that popped up today. I mean, I, I, I don't think he's been playing well, but I also think that our offensive coordinator is terrible, like I was saying earlier. So, I... Yeah. I like it, it's really it's really weird how things work in the NFL because like how like how the fans want things to work it won't work in the NFL because it it's a business so like even with like for me I'm like well the offensive coordinator sucks like I would fire him like most people don't normally fire their offensive coordinator in the middle of the season because it's mm-hmm. a job. Like most people just don't get fired in the middle of their job, like especially if they're under contract. Like they normally let them play, finish out the year, unless they're they're really really bad. And yeah. some some organizations will let their head head coach do that, but most of the time, like most head organizations don't do that because it's it's a corporate entity. Like you can't just fire somebody like that most of the time. So that's uh, right. Hmm. I said, yeah, you're right. Why? Well, it's just like you can you can tell, man. Like, it, like you can tell some of the coaches, like some of the organizations, to where like an offensive coordinator will get fired, but they'll have been there such a long time that it's like it is what it is. Like you know, dude, it's just not working with you. Um, like with the Falcons for some reason. But as you can tell, like for me, it's like, well, dude, you fired the coordinator twice. And like the offense still sucks, so I mean, yeah, that's a different at this, problem. At, yeah, at this point, like it's probably not the coordinator. So even for me, like, okay, Mason Rudolph, Mason Rudolph, um, hasn't been playing well, but I always say like, well, what, what, what evidence was there to to show that Juju Smith-Schuster could could carry an offense, or, or that James Conner could carry an offense? Like, because it's really like, oh, well, they had good numbers. But as I was saying, like, yeah, but, like, the defenses they played were all top, like, bottom 25 that Connor had 100-yard games. Any other game that he had was he never got above 60 yards. You know, he, he, has, he has injury problems. And it's like, do that. And I understand that because he, he literally recovered from cancer. Like, I mean, and he has problems staying healthy. So, I, I mean, you pretty much are expecting people to go out there and just put together an offense. And I, and I just think 
that kind of stuff is disingenuous to what actually goes on in the NFL because everybody in there is professionals. And if you just think like, oh, okay, well, we did something last year. We can do it again this year because we're this. Like, I always say that's just the New England Patriot syndrome because they, they operate their system very militaristic and you get consistency with that. Yeah. And that, I mean, and that it, a lot of a lot of it's just the repetition, I guess you could say. But the other the other side of that coin is everybody is not going to be able to do that. So as you can see now, which the Harbaugh, which makes Harbaugh a good coach, Greg Roman, a good coach, dude, they've literally adapted an entire offense to, to one player to make him do best what he does to protect him. And they've been killing everybody in the NFL. Like, on top of that, he's a good quarterback. Like, so, uh, I mean. He learned how to throw. And that's what makes him dangerous I mean, now. <laughs> he could always throw. But it, it was it was the really the situation of, like I was saying, like, dude, they, they bench Flacco, what, like week six? Or yeah. Like week, like week, I mean. It, week five or six. You, I know it was early. You, you got to give quarterbacks time to to work with the offense and that's why you have the offseason OTAs like all that other stuff because you're building chemistry with your, your players and on top of that like just rookies in general struggle like hence Mason Rudolph like he's pretty much a rookie this is his rookie year like and like it, it's just been going terrible like even even with uh Kyle Allen like you can you can see like dude like he has some games where he struggles Cause he's a rookie. Like, I mean, like if you don't, if you don't struggle as a rookie, then it's really like rare. I mean, it's truly rare. I don't know too many rookies. Like I know people like to say, well, oh, Ben Roethlisberger went 15 to one. And we also had probably one of the best defenses of all time. I was about to say like, during, yeah. during that, during that stretch. <laughs> so, I mean, we were literally holding people to, to less than 12 points. So, uh, and, and did what he had to do to score more than your defense was letting up. Exactly. So, I mean, it's really like Kyler Murray was kind of one of the things like he he just has talent outside of throwing the ball. And he still is a throw first type of quarterback like Russell Wilson. Like he doesn't necessarily want to run, but he does because he has to. Like and even even Russell Wilson did a lot more of that earlier in his career than he does now. And, And it's like. But if you also look at the Cardinals, like, dude, they're garbage. Like, pretty yeah. much outside their line, their line's garbage. The, their best receiver is 36, 37. I mean, it, it's it's one of those – I mean, they don't have a tight uh, – it's just one of those things, man. Like, you can't expect people to do well when you don't have the tools around you. And But at the end of the day, I've felt outside of Mason Rudolph, um, everybody else has – handled themselves well i i thought mason rudolph was kind of like one of those picks that was unwarranted but this isn't my my steelers podcast so i'm not gonna <laughs> go too much too much too much into that but uh it is what it is man like you know i i think playing quarterback is a, is a difficult position to play so it, it's the most difficult it's really one. So I, it's really it's really one of those things to where, you know, you can see even people like Aaron Rodgers are just having a rough year. Like, because, dude, when you don't have consistent production from the rest of your weapons, like, it, it truly is like everybody's the best of the best, man. 
And like when your division gets better, like it gets harder. Like and and you don't have like elite talent. Like you this is the kind of stuff like I always tell people like this is this is why teams look stupid when they say stuff like, Oh well we don't need a Le'Veon Bell. Okay, cool. So like now you're just gonna lose with paying Aaron Rodgers paying a hundred million dollars because it looks <laughs> good on paper that you have Aaron Rodgers like like yeah. yeah, cool. Aaron Aaron Jones is cool. I'd rather have a Le'Veon Bell and Aaron Jones, because who's what? What's Geronimo Allison or or Valdez Scantling or any of the other receivers that you have on your on your team doing? Nothing. You you make a you make a calculated you take a calculated risk and say, oh, okay, well our receivers are going to develop. Okay, cool. Like, they might I, not develop. That's the thing. Not every odds are they're not person develop. pans out in the NFL, obviously. And to just assume that, yeah, let me let me pay Odell ninety five million and not have cap room for an offensive line to make him better is that's what I don't that's what I would never do as an owner. But see, they they also like choose like so. Those are the things like okay, so you know Eli isn't really like contributing to your team, but because he's won you Super Bowls you hold on to him for like an extra five to six years. Like when you know he's not doing anything. And it's like, those are the type of things that Bill Belichick would never do. Like, a, a, like he tried to get, he tried to get rid of Brady like five, six years ago. Like, so it, it was really one of those things like, dude, when you're, when you're trying to consistently win, you have to do things that aren't well received sometimes. And that, and that's just like, dude that's how it is it's a game like it's not it's not like a it's not like a, a traditional job structure where it's like okay right. bro like you're not gonna get picked up at another place because somebody else probably will pick you up that's how the nfl works but yeah. like you gotta do what's you gotta do what's best for your team especially because most of these dudes are millionaires yeah. like like and i'm not saying that's everybody but even if you're on practice squad third string fourth like you're still making probably like close to a cool mill five six hundred thousand dollars so it's yeah you're not least, struggling yeah no for sure <laughs> but you know I, I really think the next few years are going to be really interesting man like and you know i was talking to my dad about that even before this year like because i knew the tight end position was going to be bad but now i kind of see like dude the nfl is just really like especially fantasy wise going to be going through a a change so next year i, I really think people are really if you're gonna want to win and consistently win like the next few years like you're really gonna have to develop some strategies and just also like really work the waiver wire man um i i think that you know lower like lower body injuries are gonna be something that it just continues to go up so i i I just think it's one of those things like the people who really re rely on their legs, like who do a lot of running, running backs, wide receivers, like you're just going to see a lot of injuries because there's yeah. nowhere else. There's nowhere else to hit them. So it's like you're really you're really going to have to be more calculated with how you draft and who you draft and right. just the, just the teams that like you, you draft. So I'm excited to do some of these podcasts for the draft episodes and stuff coming up, too. Oh, me too, man. Like, like it's that, good. it's just it's fun. <laughs> I enjoy doing, um, you know, all the episodes. But like, 
draft time, off season time. Like, dude, I, I love that stuff, man. Because it, it mm-hmm. that's the type of stuff to where I I feel like there's a lot of people that don't really pay attention to that type of stuff, and and it's interesting because for me, it's like dude, I I understand why teams suck all the time because you know I just, like I grew up a Steelers fan, like. And the Steelers are one of those teams like we've never generally paid a lot of like a lot of players a lot of money to be like to be there. So it's like the way that we've always built our team has been very calculated, not Belichick calculated, but normally like very calculated to how we, you know, acquire talent and keep our talent. Yeah. So, so it's one of those things that, um, you know, obviously and I've done a lot of other things in life, too. Um but I just, I just think, especially fantasy is a good, a good thing to play, especially depending on the leagues that you plan. Like, especially like the league that you know I'm gonna make for next year. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, if if you're a good, if you're into like the the analytics and really looking at all the individual positions and things like that, like you're gonna do well. Like, which, you know, that's the stuff I like to do. I like I like looking at all the defense people who get tackled, yeah, like tackles, sacks, sure. tackles for losses. Like, I love so. picking up people who have just massive, like, loads of tackles. That's what I basically look for in my, like, defensive players is how many tackles you get. <laughs> yeah, bro. I like, I like the defensive players. I think that's um, fun. Like, a lot of people hate it, but I think it's so fun playing with defensive players. Well, obviously, you know, you know, now since uh, – they kind of removed a lot of the big hits from the game. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think people appreciate the defense as much. But yeah, I mean it's definitely it's definitely gone downhill. I mean you're never going to get anyone that's going to be hitting like Sean Taylor did in the Pro Bowl, like in the NFL anymore. Yeah, I, I definitely agree, man. But I I still appreciate it just from the aspect of you do still have some teams that are still pretty good on defense. And I just, I like seeing, you know, like individual plays, especially when you go back and watch tape, like you'll be like, man, like, dude, this guy, this guy made such, like such big, like pass deflections. Or, you know, he, he, like, you'll be wondering like, dude, like, where's Michael Thomas? Or like, where's this, where's like, where's Julio? And then you realize like, oh, you know, Tredavious White or like Jalen Ramsey has him over on like an island, pretty much like serving him daiquiri, like you know, like <laughs> just like just yeah. like because you ain't getting the, you ain't getting the football, bro. So we might as well just hang out over here and you know just yeah, talk. Right? So, uh, but I I like that kind of stuff, man. It it really it really changes how you look at like I think I was telling you I don't know if I told you on one of the episodes, but like I stopped playing people who played uh Baltimore. Cause like Marlon Marlon Humphrey has been locking down people like all year, and now they have uh now they have Marcus Peters, yeah. So like there, no one's getting a pass through on that secondary, and and, and you got and Earl, Earl Thomas, Thomas back there, yeah. yeah. So he's like he's like a damn hawk, just he doesn't he yeah. knows where the ball is gonna go. So, I mean little little things like that I, I try to I try to pay attention to, and I, and I actually will admit I, I've been kind of slack on some of that stuff just because 
some of my teams this year have been so bad that like I've just had to play people. I've just had to play people whenever. Like it's gotten to that point to where it's sometimes where it's just like, what is the point for me changing this lineup excessively like I normally would? But bro, bro, like in that one league, the the league we're in together, um, like I had. I think Aaron, uh, Matt Ryan gave me minus four points. Oh, I, oh bro. I, I had Matt Ryan. I dropped him uh, even before his game was over for next week. And then uh, what was it like the week before I had Kyle Allen give me? Like, I'm like, dude, what is? And there was it was all streamers. So I'm like, dude, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm supposed... And then this week I started Aaron Rodgers and he did terrible. So I was cool. like. Let me know whatever quarterback you're starting so I don't start the same one. Bro, my my quarterback situation has been <laughs> horrendous this year. <laughs> that's like my uh my running back situation has been horrible and that's literally the besides tight end and that's the worst position to try to upgrade. Well, I lied. So in my pay leagues, my my quarterback situation is good cuz I have Dak and he's pretty much been balling like all year. Well, I have Dak and somebody dropped Drew Brees because he was hurt. So what? Yeah, I've gotten quite a few. Uh, Do I have a what? Why in God's league, name would you drop Drew Brees even if he's he's only hurt for six weeks? My one league, I, I have such a nasty team. Like I'll be so mad if I don't win the if I don't win the championship this year just because of how like how good my team is. Like I think I have, like I have Dak Prescott, Michael Thomas, Tyler Lockett, Leonard Fournette. Um, Jesus. I think. Oh well, James Conner has been hurt, but I had James Conner. Uh, then I had I have James White. Somebody dropped Devonta Freeman, so now I have him. Um. Then I have Emmanuel Sanders, and oh, I have Calvin Ridley because somebody dropped him too. So like now I have yeah so I have Calvin Ridley I have a bunch of Atlanta players now but Calvin Ridley's been balling like the last few weeks so that, that was a that was a nice pickup I picked him up on a bye week uh, Bro, I picked him who up do you on, play in these leagues with I want to join that shit <laughs> that's my dad my dad's leagues like, that's surprising but you know I, I like people drop people you know like early and or you know they'll get hurt and they drop them and yeah. Me a lot of the time, like especially in the later rounds, like I'll I'll draft people that I don't necessarily need. So I'll right. I'll try to make sure I'll try to make sure, and that's why I always try to make my early rounds count because I don't I don't like getting into later rounds and being getting a position that makes a lot of points, and then it's like oh well I don't have like I don't have you know people to 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 fit the running back spot or a tight end spot. And I, that's like a lot of the leagues that I'm bad in. Like I don't have running backs. Like, Dude, it's such a hard position. Any. Like you have to, you have to get them early and it sucks. Well, that's also like when I was saying like, so obviously I drafted, like I drafted Juju before and I could have drafted Dalvin Cook. So that was like, just like little, little things like that. I remember cause I'm like, well, this dude is having a good season. I could have drafted him, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I just considered, well, I need a wide receiver. Like who else do I get? You know, I have, a, I have, yeah. and especially when you have like 11th, you're 11th out of 12th or whatever the, the position is. It's like, 
you're just trying to make it count, man. And then, and then you know, you have another pick coming up soon, so you kind of hope and pray that whoever you want to get is there. So, yeah. But we'll delve we'll delve more into that type of stuff on the next episode. Yo, Absolutely. did uh, did you get Disney Plus? Oh yeah, awesome. I'm crushing Disney Plus. I do like it, man. I love, I do, I love it. I mean, it had it has so many movies on here that I'm just like, I didn't even know Disney made this. <laughs> yeah, um, that's me, bro. Yeah, that's how yeah. I felt. Like I'm waiting for I'm waiting for obviously all of the uh, Marvel movies to get off Netflix and get put on here on Disney Plus, and then the um, the few Star Wars the two I think one or two Star Wars movies are still on Netflix. Yo, have you watched okay. The Mandalorian? No, I haven't. I, I know, I know. I'm trying. I'm waiting for uh, the girlfriend to. We're we're watching all the Star Wars movies currently. Yo, do you know who plays him? I don't. It's a, it's Obiern. It's what? Is that how you say his name? Obiern. Oh, it's the the dude from the Game of Thrones. The dude dude who got his head crushed by the mountain. No way. Yeah, that's him. The dude who. In Game of Thrones, who fought, who like went one on one with the mountain? Yeah, he plays the Mandalorian. Oh damn, I didn't know that. Dude, I was looking at it. I was like, "Yo, this is him." I was like, "This is my boy." Like, that's freaking oh awesome. God. Dude, the Mandalorian is my shit, bro. That's that fucking show is awesome, man. Honestly, bro, I, I, I'm, I've been so excited watching it. Like the first, cause, and then the thing is, like, the episodes are short. Like they're only they're only half an hour, so. Um, damn, dude, I, I, we about to power through the rest of these damn Star Wars movies so I can watch that. Bro, so like the the first episode is so fu- like so fire, bro. Like the fight sequence towards the end is so fire, like it, it's like, oh man, it, you just gotta watch it. Like so, it's it's just a really cool, it's a really really cool show, man. Um, yeah, I mean I mean. Just, I'm impressed just from the fact that I don't, I don't recall watching or even there being Star Wars shows growing up. No, and there's I'm not. Like, and I'm like a big Star Wars fan, so like the the idea of just having star a Star Wars show that you know it's already gonna have a second season that you know they already greenlit it, um, and to me it's like. Dude, a thirty-minute episodes like I I can binge watch the show like in the background, um, type of stuff. So I think that's kind of one of the cool things about our generation with having streaming is like now just having the ability to to not only go back and watch shows that came out when I was a kid. For instance, like Disney Plus, you know, I was watching like X Men, um, yeah. like the X Men cartoon, like older older movies like Tron. Um, I was watching like. One of my favorite movies, Luck of the Irish. Um, that movie is dope. Uh, but I like this stuff, man. I saw I saw Nickelodeon made a deal with Netflix, so I'm really I'm really interested to see yeah, that's how that goes. I need Cartoon Network to to drop some. I need to watch some Curse of Cowardly Dog. 
Yeah, absolutely, dude. That'd be nice. There's actually a lot of dude, shows I'll watch. Dude, I'll watch like cartoon Rocket Netflix. Powered, like Doug. Like, dude, if that comes to Netflix, I'm going to freak out. Doug's on uh, Disney Plus, right? Doug is on Disney Plus? No. Yes, sir. For real? Mm-hmm. I'm about to search that shit right now. I'm, I'm not mistaken. Somebody, because uh, this dude I follow on Twitter was like, yo, what the fuck? Like... I didn't know Doug. I didn't know Doug was owned by Disney. Oh, like, it looks like it's shit. holy shit. Doug is on fucking Disney Plus. Yeah, bro. I was like, there's three like, seasons. On. So I was like, there's so many, there's so many shows that I'm like, I want to go back and watch. I started watching all the Star Wars stuff, like, because oh, yeah, I'm like. I'm probably gonna watch because I obviously hopped on our our favorite site Reddit to kind of mm-hmm. do some to do some research, and like a lot of people were saying, um, like the Clone Wars TV show was actually like really like really really good. So I was like, yeah, I was, I was like looking at watching that too. So I was like, hmm. I was like, let me uh, I was like, let me watch because and they said it's in between um two and three, like. Uh, episodes two and three, yeah. so I was like, I was "Like, let me check it out." And they were like, "Man, it, it really, it really develops like a lot of the the lore that 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 they don't talk about." So I was like, "Okay," I was like, "I'm sold." I'm like, "Let me let me watch the first two, and then I'll I'll watch Clone Wars." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It definitely but, looks like a good series, or definitely seems like it is. Um, Right now, her and I have gotten, we've watched episode four and five. So we got six, one, two, three, The Force Awakens, the most recent one that came out, Rogue One, and then the Han Solo one. And we should be good. You don't watch them in uh, like chronological order? No. I wanted, like, it. it I, I mean, I, I want to watch them in chronological order, but for her, it makes sense to watch them as they came out for, you know, certain spoilers that I'm not going to not going to say. But I definitely heard a lot of good things about the Mandalorian, though. I'm definitely going to watch it at some point. Well, the, the good thing is, is, you know, I would say probably by the end of the year or close to the end of the year, like it, it should be about done. So... Like in terms of, I think there's only seven or eight episodes in the season. So, oh. but yeah, man, you um, you getting anything for Black Friday? Um, I was probably not right now, just because of my car. But I mean, there's a lot of good deals on Xboxes right now, PS4s. Um, there's a there's there's a lot of good deals. Like you can get an iPad for like 250 bucks. Um. I like Apple watches are, are on sale. The series three and fours are, are really, are a little bit cheaper. Series three is a lot cheaper. Um, the only thing that I'm considering getting is a, is a, uh, monitor, a gaming monitor. So I can use it for when I work from home and, um, potentially for playing games too. So I mean, a bad choice or I definitely want to get one on my no. own. So, and depending and, de- and depending on what I see out there for maybe um, if some like cheap computer like computer like building your own computer sales come out, maybe I'll snag like a just something small for right now, 
or maybe if, if it's a good enough deal i'll grab like a like a uh, video card or something like that i don't know it depends if i see a good enough sale you know <laughs> absolutely but, man are you thinking about getting any, thinking about getting anything i'm gonna i'm gonna monitor to see if any of the games that i want go on sale like uh Outer Worlds or Death Stranding or or anything yeah. like that, but I'm I'm pretty good right now, man. I'm a you know I just got back into Final Fantasy 15, so oh nice. Uh, I'm just you know I I've been trying to I think me and you talked about this over the last like few years. I've been trying to not feed into my gaming addiction. And like just buying like a bunch of games before I beat the ones that I have, so, yeah. um, yep. <laughs> you know I have I have Final Fantasy uh, 15 and I have Persona that uh oh, I wanna, yeah. that I want to play. So um, I'll probably spend like the next month or two playing those if it takes that long. I don't know how long it'll take, but that'll work. Yeah, I mean because. Eventually, I'm going to start uh, putting out videos and stuff, too. Yeah. Um, which, you know, we'll talk, you know, off air about that. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, probably probably not much for this this holiday season. We'll see. We'll see what happens though, over the over the weekend. Yeah, but, I'm like, trying to convince uh, Johnny and Finley to get a get an Xbox. So we'll see how that goes. Good luck, sir. <laughs> we're official. We're officially entering. Uh, you still play video games? Ages. Yeah. So. Of course. Sounds about right. But, but uh, we'll see. Better rather have an Xbox than a child, but that's just yeah, real. yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier to maintain. I mean, something I want to maintain. On top of that. Yeah, but yes, sir. I um, you know, I don't want to take up anybody anybody's time. It was it was good to get back on air. We have a very informative next episode coming out, but it was good uh, good talking to you again on here, brother. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, I'm definitely down to play some Xbox and you know continue carrying Sean through video game life. So yes, sir. That's a uh, we should probably do that. But uh, all right, everybody, enjoy uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Um, and we'll be back next week. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and you too, sir.